When I was a couple weeks short of my 70th birthday, I started thinking about my mother's mother, who lived to be 100, and her mother, who lived to be 102, and my father, who lived to be 90. I began to think that maybe our generation could be the first to routinely live to be 100. When I talked about this at family dinner one night, my granddaughter, who was five, said, What are you going to do for the next 30 years, Grandpa? Hello, I'm Dr. Janet Price. And I'm Greg Kaloost. And we are Oldish. And this is our podcast, Oldish. If you're Oldish or know someone who is, please join us for conversations amongst ourselves and our special guests about what it means to be Oldish in the 21st century. If you ever wonder whether you're getting old, you're Oldish. What are you going to do for the next 30 minutes? Hi, I'm Greg, and I'm Oldish. Hi, I'm Janet, and I'm Oldish. Welcome to this episode of Oldish, Conversations on Aging in the 21st Century. This is our second season, starting this month, a year ago. We're adding a new element to our conversations, which we're calling Shortish Conversations. Today is Memorial Day, and Greg and I would like to talk together about what Memorial Day has been for us, what Memorial Day is for us now that we're oldish, and see what comes up. What do you think, Greg? I think it's a it's a good day to talk about Memorial Day. Yes. Yeah. Happy Memorial Day, Greg. You know, that's one of the things I was wondering as, as I was driving off to play pickleball this morning, the 35, 40-minute drive, and so my mind wanders. So I was wondering if when I got there, if people would say Happy Memorial Day, and I wondered if, if happy is the appropriate feeling for Memorial Day. I don't have an answer to that, but I just wanted to point out that that's a interesting question because all the other holidays, people say, hey, happy, whatever it is, but happy Memorial Day. Yay. Happy day that all those people died. Yay. Well, that's an interesting point because I was just for fun looking up to see what is the history of Memorial Day. And that was something that was uh, written about was what is the appropriate greeting on Memorial Day. I didn't see any resolute dictum about how we should greet each other on Memorial Day. But this might be a good moment just to jump in and, and just give a little bit of history. Memorial Day actually started as Decoration Day in May of 1868. It was three years after the Civil War ended, and it was established for the nation to be able to decorate the graves of those who had died in the Civil War and decorate them with flowers. So they're honoring the veterans who fought in the Civil War. So flash forward to 1968 with President Johnson. He declared that it was Memorial Day, called Memorial Day, and that the official birthplace of Memorial Day was Waterloo, New York. So it was actually declared a national holiday in 1968. One of the interesting comments about Memorial Day is that it's the only holiday that has a full mast, half mast, and then back to full mast. So the protocol is that you put up your flag in the morning on Memorial Day and fly it at full mast. 
Then you slowly put it down to half mast. And then at noon, you put it back up to full mast. And that's supposed to symbolize honoring all who have lost their lives in the service of all of the wars, civil war and on, that the United States has been involved in. And then that goes back up to full mast to honor everyone, including veterans who are still alive, that were involved in wars. Well, some of that I didn't know. Uh, Me neither. I didn't know about Waterloo. Well, that's interesting. Okay. So what did, what did Memorial Day mean to you when you were a kid? I remember picnics. They were through our church. So I remember every Memorial Day, we'd meet at a uh, open field that was part of a camp, summer camp that hadn't opened yet. And everybody would bring food and we'd play games. It was a tradition that my family did every year. I didn't have a sense as a child that it was particularly connected to anyone specific from my family in the military. And part of that might have been that I don't know anybody in my family who was involved in the military except for my father, who lived as a young man during World War II. And he was a conscientious objector. Uh, He was able to get that official title. And then when he received that and did not have to go into the war, he then volunteered as a medic. So he never really talked about it. I never thought of him as being involved with the war, even though he was in very specific ways. He was part of the medical team that went in when some of the concentration camps were opened up. He would never talk about it, So, which I can understand. So for me as a child, Memorial Day was the tradition of having a picnic, and I didn't understand much more than that. When I was older, like in high school, I was in the marching band at the high school, and we participated in Memorial Day parades um, for a couple of years, and that was really fun. Memorial Day was always a big deal in my family from as far back as I could remember. My father was in the service in World War II and in Korea. In World War II, there were six brothers in his family, and five of them served in World War II. One of them was lost at sea. The other ones all came home, more or less. There was one brother in particular who was a Marine in the, in the South Pacific, and uh, he was very jumpy the rest of his life. Where we lived was on the parade route. There was a Memorial Day parade in town that went from downtown and ended up in the cemetery where all the veterans' graves were decorated from all the wars up until that point. And there was this gathering at the end of the parade at the at the cemetery where there were 21-gun salutes and all of this stuff. What I can remember was from the mid-50s. And so the militarism of World War II and the Cold War in Korea, and one of my grandfathers had served also in World War I. And so the militarism then was pretty remarkable. So a big part of the parade was soldiers and sailors and Air Force folks marching past my house. 
I have a vague recollection that at least once they stopped, stopped in front of my house and they fired, I don't think it was 21 guns, but some number of guns right in front of my house. I may be making that one up, but it seems right, possibly in recognition of my father. For my father, it was a huge deal because one of his brothers didn't come home from the war and he knew a lot of other people who didn't come home. He landed on Normandy Beach and saw a whole lot of people that he knew or might have known get killed on Normandy Beach. And mm-hmm. then he he was in the Navy, but he was a, a radio man with some code clearances. And so he got assigned after Normandy Beach. He got assigned to go with some Army battalions or something. And so he traveled through Europe with these other soldiers, saw a lot of action, most of which he would never talk about. When he got into his 70s and 80s, he started to talk about it a little bit. He was there when at least one of the concentration camps was liberated. So he saw a lot of stuff, including a lot of people that he knew or might have known, or even enemy soldiers, and certainly a lot of civilians who were killed in World War II. His experience in in the Korean War was a little different. He was assigned to a ship that sank before it left port. So he never actually got as far as Korea because the next boat that he was on couldn't make it through the Panama Canal. World War II was a huge part of his life. And so it was a big deal in our household. And that when that parade went by, and because we're half a mile from the cemetery, we'd wait for the parade. And then us kids would follow along with the parade out to the cemetery and for all the stuff that happened there. It stopped being a big deal when I got to high school. Well, it stopped being a big deal for me when I got to high school because by that point, the Vietnam War was was raging. I graduated high school in 68. So I was there. I was in high school during the the early parts of the of the ramping up of that. And I was pretty sure that that was not a just war. So I was opposed to it. And then I was opposed to all kinds of wars. And I had my doubts about World War II, which I didn't express out loud around my father. But um, but anyway, so so my attitude toward that changed. So what's your experience of, of Memorial Day now? Yeah, I was just thinking that. So first of all, I just want to respond to what you just said. And I'm thinking about what a major role in your life growing up in the military war veterans was. Um, unlike mine. Now, I am feel even less connected to the holiday than I did growing up. Um, I think of it as partly as a chance to get together with friends and have a cookout without much thought, if any, about wars and veterans. I'm not saying proudly. I mean, I think if I had veterans in my family, I'd certainly be thinking about it more. But what it has morphed into for me is uh, the word Memorial Day, just thinking about memories and uh, honoring people in my life who are not here anymore. So for me, this Memorial Day today, I'm thinking a lot about my brother who died a few months ago and just honoring his memory and bringing him into the front of my mind even more than he has been symbolically because of Memorial Day. 
I understand that. That's kind of the same for me. If nobody had said, hey, Monday's Memorial Day, I probably wouldn't have remembered that because it doesn't play a big role in my life. There are no barbecues in my day. But once I realize that it's Memorial Day, I do as, as you do, as I, as I remember the all the people that I knew that aren't with us anymore, but also especially the veterans, all my uncles and my father and a lot of his friends when I was growing up, almost all of my father's friends were people that had served. And also I think about the Civil War. I think about the Civil War fairly often and how horrible the Civil War was, but justifiable given the stakes. Well, I was just thinking about as you were talking, my experience as a child and now being blackish, being biracial and the fact that this, well, that it started, Memorial Day started as Decoration Day because of the Civil War and what we know about the Civil War and also the World Wars are that black soldiers were well, black men were welcome to be soldiers, but then they were isolated as soldiers and treated differently because they were African American. And then the whole purpose of the Civil War to try to end slavery. So then for me, the confusion of, you know, being adopted into a family that was white. So that wasn't something that I grew up with of family and relatives talking about our history as Black people around the wars and Memorial Day and how far we still have to go. Uh, so it's interesting that, you know, I wonder how much of that for me made this holiday a little confusing too. One point of confusion as we sign off here is I've heard people say Happy Memorial Day and I wonder about whether happy is the appropriate thing to say to people on Memorial Day. Well, it's a beautiful day. The weather today in Maine is absolutely gorgeous. So I would say to you, have a really wonderful day in this fine spring weather. But it's, it's a time when we also can, while we're having a nice day, we can remember uh, people. When I think veterans would say, remember the people who made this possible. And as it happens, we do live in a country that's still democratic, more or less. And it's freer, certainly freer than it was 150 years ago. I think we can thank veterans for that. So when mm -hmm. we remember them, we can. Um, so maybe grateful Veterans Day. I just made that up. Grateful. So instead of saying happy Memorial Day, Memorial Day instead of saying happy Memorial Day, we can say Grateful Memorial Day. Absolutely. And as I was reading about Memorial Day, that was one of the comments is that it is one of the more so somber holidays as some people approach it. Yeah, so I wanted to add, as we can in, at the end of each of our episodes, is to invite our any listeners who would like to comment on your experiences around Memorial Day um, any stories you'd like to share, there is an option on our website for leaving messages, whether audio recorded messages or written messages. Greg and I will 
welcome any comments and would appreciate that. So any anyone who's listening who has something you want to share about Memorial Day, please let us know on our website. Yes. Our website is www.oldish.me. That's it for now. Thanks for listening. Our next episode will be our second Oldish Book Club with our friend Leslie. We'll be talking about Travels with Charlie, Nobel Prize-winning author John Steinbeck's trip around America in a camper with his dog Charlie in 1960, a true epic of oldishness. Stay tuned. You can leave comments on this or other episodes at www.oldish.me. If you like what you heard today, please tell a friend and rate and review our podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts.